Hi friends, welcome to the Empowerment Circle podcast. My name is Jessica Rose Cornish and I am a content creator and empowerment coach and I'm so happy you're here listening to this week's episode. I would love it if you could subscribe on your listening platform of choice and I hope you get a lot out of this week's episode. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Jessica Rose Cornish and let's get started. Hi friends. Okay. Today I wanted to talk to you about being alone and you might be like, um, you're married? <laughs> and while that is true, I spent a lot of time alone and I also spent the majority of my life alone having only dated a couple people for very short periods and never seriously before Scott. I even lived alone before I started dating Scott and that's Bodhi. <laughs> Being alone has become my comfort zone. I feel safe alone. I feel safer with Scott. I like to travel alone, drive alone, work alone, eat alone, all of the things. This isn't to say that I don't enjoy doing those things with other people because I do, but a healthy mix is preferred. Traveling I would always choose to do with Scott, but road trips in the car alone are some of my favorite pastimes. So I don't think that I would be comfortable with all of the alone time I have right now though if I hadn't done so much work on myself. If you don't know who you are, it can be hard to be alone. And if you don't particularly like yourself, then it can be even harder. When I lived alone for the first time, it was that or my parents' house. I was young, like 20 or 21, and I was experiencing a whole new sense of freedom for the very first time. I grew up very sheltered, and it was the best time of my young life. (laughs) I loved living alone. Now, granted, the place I lived was attached literally to my job, so let me explain. I worked at a pet resort that needed someone on-site overnight with the boarding dogs, so in exchange for a free place to live, I couldn't leave the apartment after 7 p.m. without someone who worked with me staying in my apartment for me while I was gone. And I did this for four years. (laughs) The not being able to leave without someone staying part was its own hurdle and is its own thing that I won't get into for the sake of this podcast. But yes, it was hard and it did get very old. But I brought all of that up to say, while I was living alone, there were always people right outside my door. I wasn't alone until after 7 o'clock at night (laughs) and then only until 6 in the morning. So there were always people and I had coworkers that I really, really liked. Did I like them all? Do you ever like all your coworkers? <laughs> but I didn't have a commute to work. When it snowed or it rained, I arrived and got home completely dry. My dogs had daycare right down the hall. They were socialized from birth, basically. It was a time that while I was in it was sometimes very, very hard, especially towards the end. But when I look back, I'm so grateful for the years that I spent living alone. I should note that Scott did move in with me at one point, so I didn't live alone for the entire four years, but maybe about half of it I did, at least half of it. And it was wonderful when Scott moved in because we were, as we still are, greatly in love. But in the years since then, I've obviously lived with Scott since we're married. However, I have worked jobs outside of the house until about four to five years ago. So I was still seeing like a lot of people. I was leaving the house. I wasn't home every day. 
But about four or five years ago, when I went full-time from home with my pet services business, I was home all the time. So I guess I'm never really alone though, because there's always at least seven animals around. <laughs> but when I, I went full-time from home, I realized very quickly that I would have alone time at least five days a week for the majority of the day. If Scott had to work a 12-hour shift, shift, excuse me, then practically the entire day spent alone because we live about an hour from his job. And this has taught me a lot. This has taught me time management. This has taught me the importance of self-discipline. This has taught me very clearly how no one else is responsible for my success or my work but me. But about the time I went full-time at home, I also started therapy. Thank God. During that time, I learned so much more about myself than I ever had. I got into the gooey center. I put words to feelings and experiences that I hadn't been able to before. If you are someone who struggles with being alone, my first and biggest piece of advice, because I think it's all that counts, is to get to know yourself. If you don't like what you see, work with someone who can help you out of that. Maybe you don't know who you are because you've spent your life doing what other people have told you to do. Being what other people wanted you to be, saying what they said, doing what they did. That was me. That's Bodie. I dove hard into the Enneagram, and for the first time, I had words to describe what was going on inside of me. So the Enneagram is like a personality test, but way more legit. I mean, I'm just so bad at explaining it. So basically there's nine different types that you can be. Each type has a wing and then there's subtypes. There's so much that goes into it. It sounds a lot harder. I'm explaining it and making it sound a lot harder to understand than it is. It's very, very easy, but it is a great free tool you can use for some self-exploration. I'll put links in the description for the test uh, to take a free test. It takes like five minutes. Anyway, <laughs> So I used the Enneagram, and then I also joined Facebook groups and followed Instagram accounts of people in similar life phases as me, and I learned that there's an entire community of ex-evangelicals healing from spiritual abuse and religious trauma, and learning that you are not alone is huge, and being able to, to have that community literally in the palm of your hand on your phone is something you're not, you're never going to regret that. So I recommend that as well. Because curating the content you consume is huge. If you're alone a lot, if you hate your life, and you're only watching Selling Sunset and the Kardashians and Real Housewives, you're not going to get better. If you're scrolling Instagram and only following travel bloggers with a million friends in Greece on vacation, you aren't going to get better. <laughs> now, I love the Kardashians, and I love Selling Sunset. But I also love living in my small town. I love being a homeowner, even though it's hard sometimes. I love being able to have all the pets I have. I have a regular gratitude practice, which is another big suggestion I have for if you dislike being alone. Gratitude will always help you get to know yourself. Spend five or ten minutes a day just writing down what you were grateful for. Just word vomit it out. It can literally be that you are grateful for a roof over your head a car that runs, a blanket that is cozy, a dog that's always happy to see you, a cat that snuggles you every night, on and on. Being able to always go back to gratitude for the here and now, even if it's hard, 
is never, ever, ever going to be something you regret practicing. One thing I started practicing in addition to going to therapy and practicing gratitude uh, when I went full-time at home, which I should mention, I work for myself and by myself. So it is just me in this house. Well, the dogs and cats you keep hearing. (laughs) But one thing I started doing, and I absolutely love it, is taking myself on regular self-love dates. There were long stretches of time during COVID and the last couple years, really, where I wouldn't even leave the house for a week or more. And I learned very quickly that that wasn't going to fly for me. So I started self-love dates. I drive to the city closest to my town. I drive through a restaurant I like. I get yummy food. I turn on my favorite podcast. Usually it's Jason Bateman's. And I eat in my car while I listen to it. I usually take the long way home. I go through the country so I can sing Taylor Swift at the top of my lungs and have longer time in the car because I love driving, but I especially love driving on country roads with pretty views and horses and all the things and the windows down, my favorite music on, you get it. (laughs) So find something that you love and regularly treat yourself to it. You regularly deserve that. Now let's talk about friends. When I was growing up, I had a lot of friends from different areas of my life, from school, from church, from work, as I got older, from my sorority. The number of people you are still in contact with as you get older gets smaller. But there are people I love and would still call my friends all over the country. My local friends all have kids now. Scott and I are the only ones without kids. We just have these seven animals and we wouldn't change it. We like that. (laughs) But we also live 30 minutes away from everyone in our little town out here. So I do not see friends very often. And this is maybe the hardest part. Not maybe. I think it is the hardest part of being alone for me. I was always very social my entire life. So and if there's a week where Scott is working 12s every day, I have to be very, very careful to not slip into a dark day, which is what I call my depression. Because... I'm seeing him for maybe an hour or less a day, and he's the only person I see and talk to. So, it's that's a week where, like, I need to take a self-love date. That's a week where I need to talk to somebody on the phone. That's a week where I, you know, know I need to do some different things. Keep myself busy. So, this is where my desire to start my empowerment community came from. Because I wanted a place I could always go to with like-minded, non-judgmental, open and fun girls in the same, you know, phases of life. Doing the weekly card pulls is something that I look forward to doing every week because it gives me an excuse to talk to someone besides Scott. And it's doing something that I enjoy doing. So Scott, even though he tries and is, oh my gosh, Savannah, she just farted. (laughs) And now she's coughing. Excuse me. I'm recording a podcast. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Doing the weekly... I lost my spot. Oh, Scott. (laughs) Okay, so Scott is very supportive and very sweet. He's just not into the cards as much as I am, which is fine. But this is why I plan events in the empowerment community, like the goddess circles, to have a night set aside to just catch up and chat about life. I want the empowerment community to grow into a place where women can come together and grow together, a place for 
unlimited support. It's a place that I not only want, but I need. And maybe you need it too. So I'll put a link in the description so you can join us. This wasn't my intention when I started this podcast, but here we, it's come to here. Okay, this is where we are. (laughs) It's completely free and it's housed on Discord, which is a free app you can download. Anyway, everything I do... I do to be the person I needed when I was younger. So the person to tell me that there is another way, the person to accept all of me regardless of anything, the person to support me and where I'm at, the person to welcome me in, to not judge me or give me a list of their rules to live by. So I hope that I can be that person for some of you if you need it. This is why I started empowerment coaching in the first place. It's hard to learn who you are if you were raised how I was or in other ways where you weren't allowed to do that. It's hard to accept spending so much time alone. It's hard to come into your own and listen to yourself if you were told that your voice was wrong or didn't matter or didn't count when you were growing up. And I've done this work and I've poured myself into myself and now I just want to pour into all of you, which is why I'm doing everything I'm doing from empowerment coaching to the podcast to the YouTube to everything because I just want, it's just important to see people living life different than the way you've been told is the only way to live life, if that makes sense. Anyway, I'm rat rambling. <laughs> all in all, I want to say being alone Spending time alone can be wonderful. It doesn't have to be something you wish away or something you dread. You can do it. I know you can. How you feel about it is entirely up to you. So you can choose to make the most of your situation just like you can choose to dread it and wallow, which we all need a good wallow every now and then, right? But not all the time. So the next time you find yourself alone and upset about it or alone on your phone and jealous of everyone on your Instagram feed, ask yourself, what would I rather be doing right now? So you have that answer. Well, what can I do right now that's like that? Or what can I do that will get me the same feeling? So if you're jealous of people on Instagram out dancing at a bar, (laughs) pour yourself a drink, turn on Lizzo and dance, baby. Yes, alone in your house, dancing to Lizzo with a drink is literally never the wrong choice, okay? Reframe your mindset, get to know you, become your own best friend, your life will change, I promise. If that sounds daunting and it sounds very hard and it sounds like too much, I am 100% here for empowerment coaching. You can book on my website it's www.jessicarosecornish.com and you can even book just a free introductory call and we can kind of talk about where you're at and see if you think my coaching will be a right fit i can show you how to do eft tapping all the things and i also wanted to say in regards kind of along the lines of being alone another thing that can be a problem is being alone with your thoughts you have a real problem controlling your thoughts or in the case of being raised the way I was raised being raised that any bad thoughts a higher a higher deity knows about and and it you know you're gonna get in trouble for whatever you're thinking even if it's innocent getting to know yourself apart from whatever voice has been telling you your thoughts are wrong whatever 
got into your mind to, to control to give you those bad thoughts whatever voice talks to you in that way being able to separate from that and getting to know yourself and getting to know how you actually feel about things how you what your truth actually is in the situation that's going to help you that's going to make it more and more comfortable for you to be alone as you kind of learn who you are and learn what you feel and learn what you think and learn what the truth of your situation actually is which is another thing I am more than happy to help with or a therapist or whatever you know whatever avenue feels best and feels right to you is what's right <laughs> so thank you for listening today friends I apologize for the podcast being up late Bodhi our puppy came down with kennel cough two nights ago, and I planned on recording this and having it ready on time. And then he spent all day yesterday coughing, so there was no way that was going to happen. So here we are. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening, subscribing, leaving a rating on your platform of choice. And I hope you guys have a really good week. Bye, friends.